everyone. My name is Desiree. And I'm Sarah. And welcome back to our podcast, Here's Your Prescription. I spent my life being next in line, hoping somebody's gonna listen. A story untold's never gonna unfold, so I'm gonna make the best of mine. Here's your prescription. On today's episode, we are going to talk about the uses of marijuana and medications to treat mental health disorders. Um, So I wanted to start with weed, kind of go over like the pros and cons of using weed to help specifically depression and like our own experiences with it and if it helps or not. Um, So I want to start with our experiences first. So Sarah, I would assume that you have smoked weed. <laughs> um, I, yeah. Have you ever used it to help with depression or anxiety? How does it affect you? How does it not affect you? So um, I've tried it. I have obviously smoked it out of a blunt, a pipe, a bong, a mask, um, hot boxing. I've had edibles. And unfortunately, it has not worked for me. I don't get high. I don't feel anything. I'm literally the same person. I could see, like, all my friends, uh, how it affected them when we did it. And everybody had, like, a different experience. Some of them would just get really tired and sleepy. Some of them would eat uh, more. So, like, the munchies. Um... There are a few that would go a little weird and paranoid and um but other than that, like I never I ended up being the babysitter for everyone because I literally it doesn't affect me. Now, why do you think that is is there like do you know if there's like reasoning behind that or have you looked into so, it? So I looked into it and it looks like it could be a lot of things. Um genetics can make it so it you know it doesn't affect you um it could also be you know your bite my biochemistry it could be my tolerance levels like I might need more than what was used but honestly at this point in my life I feel like I just don't have the need for it so I just don't (laughs) what about you Well, I find that really interesting because most people that I know, I mean, if not all of them, including myself, have some sort of effect with it. Um, So that's really interesting that there are a lot of people out there that don't. Um, Because my experience is, (laughs) it's completely different. Um, I've been, well, I've started smoking weed in high school. And back then, for the first few years, I'd say like freshman to junior year, um, it affected me as it would most people. I would either get really tired or hungry, stuff like that. It would make me feel, like, calm. Um, but as the years grew, it it started to affect me differently in the sense that it would make me paranoid, scared, like, things like that. And so I smoked weed for a few years, but once it started affecting me like that, I actually stopped. Now, I've taken, like, a hit here and there over the last few years but I haven't like genuinely smoked weed in like nine years because the last Uh um the last time I smoked it had a really bad effect on me and it scared the shit out of me and so I just never really smoked it again um the last time it put me into like this 
trance and I was like I literally just sat in the same position staring at a wall for like four hours because I was seeing shit and like I was like so paranoid mind you I did smoke a lot of weed at that time um but I was like it in a way felt like kind of not schizophrenic you know but like kind of like that where I was like seeing and like hearing shit um (laughs) so um, like okay so I have to ask what did you see and what did you hear um I can't remember specifically it wasn't I don't think it was laced with anything like you know because you I, I have smoked laced weed before and I've had bad experiences with that this felt different uh, it could have been the amount that I smoked. Also, I want to just sidetrack a little bit. Um, I do think that the upcoming of, like, mental illness can af- change and affect the way that things like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, how it, ha- how it affects you. Mm-hmm. Um, the first few years of, of smoking weed, I didn't have or I didn't know that I had, like, depression and anxiety. Versus Mm -hmm. the later years of smoking weed, I did. And I think with that coming to the forefront, it affected me a lot differently because of those things. Um, So that's also why I stopped smoking it because I had these other things to deal with, mental illness, depression, anxiety. And so it was causing them to be worse, which is another reason that I just decided to not use it. It wasn't good for me. But um, there's one... So it happened to me twice that time. Uh, and then there was one time shortly after because I thought, oh, I just had a bad trip. This time I'll try it again. Um, I'll give you the example of the second one because it's more intense. I was smoking weed with my friends at my house and we decided to like take a walk around the block. Um, and I kept seeing like a man. Mind you, this man wasn't real. He wasn't mm-hmm. there. And I kept seeing him and I got so, I was, I was just like freaked out. Like I was really scared and like my friends had no idea what was going on because it was, you know, hitting them normally. Um, and so I pretty much spent the next few hours like being paranoid that this man was going to come get me. Uh-huh. And, and when I, uh, they explained everything to me the next day, you know, when the high wore off and I, I just, I, I couldn't understand why it affected me like that. Um, and that scared the hell out of me because I don't know, it kind of put me in this like psychosis, I guess. And I was afraid that if I kept doing it, it might get worse or I might like hurt myself. Mm -hmm. Because it's also like a mental thing. I truly believe that if you go into smoking weed already paranoid, it's going to make it worse, obviously. Um, It really Uh is depending. It's like with alcohol. Um, If you're angry and you drink excessively you're from experience you're gonna be angry still and it's not gonna go over very well versus if you're in a happy mood and you drink then you're just kind of like that you know that's just how you are for the rest of the night um Mm -hmm. so i it's pretty it was pretty much the same thing for me um so no good i stopped smoking i haven't like smoked genuinely in about nine years because of that it scared the hell out of me it made everything worse for me and so i just decided it wasn't good um yeah, and I'll never do it again, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I looked it up a little bit, um, and I found this article. It's Weed Paranoia and Psychosis, Especially with Stimulants. Um, mm-hmm. And a part of it for Weed paranoia, paranoia says that THC 
It binds to endocannabinoid receptors in the brain, like the amygdala, which is the major processing center for your emotions. Um, it's weed that's rich in THC. It can overstimulate this, increasing negative emotions that make you feel paranoid and anxious. Oh. So that's like exactly what happened. It says not everyone experiences paranoia with weed and those that do not experience it. And some people don't experience it every time, which is why sometimes I smoked it. I was fine. Other times I smoked it. It was like insane. Um, mm-hmm. There's no like for sure answer as to why someone experiences paranoia, but some factors to consider are genetics, the THC content and the use of other stimulants. So in and my by, later years, uh-huh. And by stimulants, you mean like medication? Yeah. So in the later years, I was on antidepressants when I was smoking weed. And I think that that had a factor in it as well, because the medication was trying to do its thing. And then the weed was coming in and like, you know, changing, oh, changing okay. that. Um, mm-hmm. So I was talking to my therapist back then. Yeah, we just decided that it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't good. Same with alcohol. Mm-hmm. You're really not supposed to drink alcohol on medication um Mm -hmm. because it can lessen the effects of your medication um Mm -hmm. but that to each their own that's a different topic i guess (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but yeah it's just interesting i know a lot of people personally that use marijuana to help with their anxiety um it makes them feel more calm you know it just I don't know, just kind of evens them out, like social anxiety or just, you know, other anxiety disorders in general. I known a few people who use it to help with that so they can smoke and go out and not feel the social anxiety, mm-hmm. um, which I know that medical marijuana is used for a lot of things. And I know that it can be used for that as well. So it does mm-hmm. have some good use. There are good uses and it has good effects on some people, but again, other people may not experience that (laughs) Mm -hmm. um it also there's another article here it says that people can use marijuana to detach from their depressive symptoms um so when they smoke they don't feel as sad or anything like that you know Mm -hmm. um but it can also trigger schizophrenia or psychosis um things like that so there are pros and cons of it Right. Some, some people like it. Some people don't. It works for some. Works for doesn't work for others. Like in your case, it doesn't work at all. <laughs> so you wouldn't use it to treat or to help with anything because I mean, there's some, just coming from me. There's like no point in smoking it if it doesn't like do anything at all. No. You know. Yeah. I've never. I haven't tried it ever. I think it's been like I want to say maybe twelve, thirteen years. I'm I'm good. You know, there's other things that we can use, both of us, because it doesn't work for you and it makes it worse for me. And there's other things that we can use, um, which kind of goes into the other topic I mentioned about medication. Yeah. Being used to treat um, mental illness. Um, I am on medication. Mm-hmm. You are on medication. So there's and there's different kinds. So there's antidepressants which are used for depression, um, right. anxiety disorders. It can be used for eating disorders as well. 
Um, Mm -hmm. Pretty much they just work by increasing levels of serotonin in the brain. Um, Mm -hmm. There are antipsychotics, which can be used for like Alzheimer's, schizophrenia, bipolar one, things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. Mood stabilizers, which I am on, um, it's used to treat bipolar two disorder and like personality disorder. Um, Okay. Stimulants. um, Yeah, so... I do take a mood stabilizer as well as an antidepressant for anxiety. Uh-huh. Um, personally, I do like medication. It's not for everyone, and I'm not a doctor. I'm not saying that you need to be on medication. There are other sources to help treat depression, anxiety, and all of this. Um, I am a fan of it. I used to be so against it because I didn't want to be medicated. I didn't feel like I was going to be, like, normal if i was on medication until i went to therapy and that it it pretty much was like my last resort you know nothing else was working and so then we decided medication was the route for me to go and i'm honestly glad because it's helped me a lot Mm -hmm. um i'm on something called lamictal it's actually a anti-seizure medication but they use it for bipolar 2 it's mood stabilizer Mm -hmm. um which i find very interesting um, mm-hmm. pretty much just evens out the highs and lows associated with the bipolar disorder. So the mania and like the depression, it kind of evens it out and lessens your, um, chances of having like episodes for both of them, uh-huh. which helps a lot because my mania quote is like anger and then depression. Obviously I like it's, you know, I just don't feel anything. So mm-hmm. it evens me out and puts me on, like, a level field. And I, it's been life-changing, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, the antidepressant, which is for my anxiety. I take at night, and it's it actually works with the mood stabilizer. Um, so that's been great. So I am a fan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, again, and I've also taken medication that hasn't helped. So the first med first like medication that you are prescribed may not help you you sometimes have to go through a few i had to go through three different medications before i found one that worked for me um Mm -hmm. there are a lot of bad side effects to medications as well which is why we talk about pros and cons you know seeing if it works for you if it doesn't um so i know that you're on medication can you explain a little bit like how it affects you if you've had the experience of having to change medication because it hasn't done anything um, so just like you, I didn't want to take medication. I was so against it, especially because like Latino culture doesn't believe in depression and anxiety and stuff like that. Um, I was taught like, that's not okay. Like, you know, medicine is bad for you, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, um, so for years, didn't want to get medicated. I eventually agreed to it, um, in my twenties. And they put me on Zoloft and something else that I can't remember. That obviously didn't work. Um, Then they put me on something different. Didn't work. Um, And then I was recently on Adorax and Trintelix. And Trintelix was horrible. Um, It didn't treat my system, my symptoms. I always said system. (laughs) Um, and I, unfortunately, like, would sleep a lot more. 
I literally didn't do anything. Like I just worked school and like the kids. And even then, like I slept a lot in between. Um, and I just didn't feel like it was helping me. But what it did do is make me gain a ton of weight. Um, and that's mm -hmm. one thing that like, if you're going to take medication and you're worried about that, make sure that you speak to your psychiatrist about it because they don't tell you that. They don't tell you the side effects. They just say, oh, you know, if you're, you have nausea, diarrhea or whatever, it'll go, it'll stop after a few weeks or whatever, because your body will be used to it. But they don't tell you about the weight gain. And so there's a few that are like weight neutral. And then there's a few that make you lose weight, some that make you gain weight. Unfortunately, I was on the one that made me gain weight and it really messed me up, um, which now I'm trying to lose the weight, obviously. Um, I finally found a good combination of what's helping me out. And it's Cymbalta with Trazodone. Um, and uh, let me tell you, it's like night and day. Now I sleep during the night. I'm up all day. I don't take naps anymore. Um, I have more energy. I do more. Um, I feel like I can take on the world, basically, you know, and it's amazing. But it took me a long time to figure that out. So always ask your questions to your psychiatrist, to your therapist. Hey, is this okay for me? Is this normal? Always question it. Don't let them not tell you everything, you know? Um, because the previous, I had to change psychiatrists because my previous psychiatrist was like, no, you have to stay on Trintelix and Adorax and whatnot. No, like this isn't all working. So I literally had to change change psychiatrists and they finally were like okay well you know wh what are your concerns and I was like hey like this made me gain a ton of weight like I need something that's not gonna do that for me but I also needed to like make me have more energy and you know so it's helped it's helped a lot I feel better than I was before and I know that you can tell because you know you've been <laughs> talking to me for years yeah. you know it's a difference. Yeah, it definitely is. And I know a lot of people have that experience too. And some people are too afraid to say anything. Like, especially if you have a bad psychiatrist or bad therapist, which there are out there. And you need to understand that they need that you're going there to better yourself. And if that person is not helping you achieve that, you are allowed to switch or say something. Um, same with medication. If you know that it's not helping or it's having side effects that are making things worse for you please say something, have it changed. And if you have to change medication a few times, don't, That's okay. don't get like, oh, it's not working. So I'm just not going to do it anymore. Like stick with it. Like eventually you'll find something that works for you, especially if you're on multiple medications at the same time, one of them may not work with the other one. And so you have to find a good balance, um, between the two that work. Um, and again, speak with a therapist and a psychiatrist medication is not for everyone talk to them find what's best for you i'm not a doctor i'm not going to tell you to go on medications just personally i do know that it works for me i know that it works for a lot of people but make sure that you <laughs> that you know it's like it, it works for you instead of um there are a lot of other 
treatments out there that can help with mental illness. And so, you know, look into all of them. But I have noticed with you that, yeah, it's a, it's been affecting you positively more lately, which I think is great. <laughs> and even when you said that you were on the medication, that, oh, you just went to work, school, blah, 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 you still were able to go and do that, you know? Um, it didn't like, I mean, I'm sure it was a lot more difficult. You felt like there was a weight on you and, um, it was harder to achieve those things, but you were achieving them, which I think is still great. And it's like an accomplishment, you know? Um, I know I, I, I am a little bit more harder on myself, which obviously I'm working through therapy. Um, but like it was harder. I felt, um, like I felt like just quitting the whole time like the whole time I just wanted to quit and then I know that for other people when it hits them they do end up quitting their jobs or quitting school or not showing up or whatever but I made it a thing where I had to go because I had to remind myself that my kids depend on me you know my, my kids well-being is all on me so I need to make sure that I'm providing for them so that was literally my drive to wake up every morning and go to work you know yeah um, I feel like maybe if I didn't have the kids I might have quit mm -hmm. uh, but I'm glad that I that I you know kept moving forward and didn't let it beat me because it was really bad. All I wanted to do was just sleep. I didn't want to, you know, socialize. I didn't want to, like, go out, hang out with anyone. Like, I just wanted to sleep. Yeah, I noticed that, too. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. I mean, it, some people have effects like that. I used to, that used, I mean, I was like that as well um, before I started medication and therapy uh, the first time a couple years ago. That's mm -hmm. all I would do. I would just go to work and I would come home and I would not do anything. I wouldn't come out of my room. I was just to myself, depressed, anxious. Like, it was really bad. I was not clean. I'm, I stopped caring about hygiene for a while. Like, it, it got to that point where it was like, it was noticeable to other people. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, uh, the first few medications that I took... Some And one of the side effects of some medication that they don't tell you is increased um, thoughts of suicide. Oh, yeah. That, That's a big one. And I was ex I was experiencing it. Um, nothing, like, concerning. It's just the thoughts. There's a difference. But, you know, we'll get, we can get into that at a different time. But um, And I told my psychiatrist that. I said, this isn't cool. Like, I was feeling this and now I'm feeling it worse. Like, we need to do something about this. And so... Um, we had to change that. It also wasn't working with the uh, anxiety medication that I was taking. Um, it was making me feel more anxious. Um, and so I had to find three different medications before I found the one that I was taking um, every day at the time, which I mm -hmm. believe was Wellbutrin. Um, I don't oh, remember. <laughs> I took that. That's one of them that didn't work for me. Yeah, see, and this is the exactly, it worked for me, but it didn't work for you. And then I found, I don't remember what the anxiety medication was called, but I found um, one that worked well with the Wellbutrin. Um, mm -hmm. And then at the time, I was able to wean off of it after like a year because it pretty much what it can do is you're able to, it, it does not, it doesn't treat it. But it helps lessen the episodes and how like how frequently they happen. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and we noticed that it was less frequent, less frequent. It was not very often anymore. And so it was, I was able to come off of it. Now, mm-hmm. the medication that I'm on now for bipolar disorder doesn't work like that. Um, the way bipolar works um, is the mania and the depressive episodes happen all the time. And it was becoming so normal for me that like at least once a month I would go into an episode for like two weeks and you're not supposed to have them that often. They're supposed to happen every six to 12 months. And because Uh I was experiencing it that often, um, most likely, and again, this is just from my psychiatrist's words. I'm not, I'm not self-diagnosing or saying this myself. Most likely this is going to have to be something that I take every day for a very long time possibly forever because of the frequency because some people can take them for a while and then get off of them and then only take them when they feel the manic episodes coming on but because it's so normal to me i don't know when it's going to happen oh and so taking the medication every day is pretty much preventing them from happening as often versus me having the episodes and then it's too late to take the medication mm-hmm. um so but it's it's been working really well for me um i feel like a lot of uh, everyone in my life can notice that ever since i've been taking this new medication <laughs> um i've been a lot more happy and like upbeat i'm not like angry anymore i just feel like myself again mm-hmm. um but with this medication, I did have to go up a few doses because the lower doses weren't helping. So I was oh. on 25, 50, 75. They weren't doing anything. So I'm actually up to 150 now, which I am noticing a huge difference and it's helping a lot. So I have to test it for a few months, but I think I found the dose that that's going to work for me, which is great. Um, but yeah, again, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's very important that you speak with your mental health professionals about what what will work and what doesn't work for you. Um, that's very important. It, so <laughs> it's always good to ask questions. You know, I know. And going into it, I mean, at least for me, I was too scared um, to ask questions. Um, since I'm a people pleaser, I want to make sure that, you know, I please everyone. So I'll just usually just take it like, yeah, okay, I'll just do it. But this time around, I was like, no, fuck this. (laughs) I need help. And I need to get the fuck out of this whole fucking sleeping all the time and feeling like shit and gaining weight. And, um, which was horrible, by the way, because I was literally um putting out calories i was counting my calories and i was walking every day um i was exercising on my lunches and I, instead of losing weight i was gaining it and it was just so discouraging and i was just like what the fuck is going on because i'm i'm working so hard to lose this weight but instead of going down i kept going up so i'm yeah. glad that i f- finally said fuck it and you know was like hey Y'all need to help me out because I am, I don't know what the fuck is going on. This shit's not working. Um, And I know that uh, you probably, I don't know if you remember this, but I even texted you like, this isn't working. Like, how am I supposed to feel? (laughs) (laughs) 
and you were like oh you're supposed to feel like you can do anything and stuff and more energy and and i was like oh well this shit's not working (laughs) yeah i mean when you're taking medication it's definitely supposed to help you not hurt you and so that means it wasn't working and i'm glad that you um said something and you found something that that works for you now and it seems like you're doing a lot better which is great um Mm -hmm. i love it i love to see it (laughs) (laughs) it Um, only took me two years (laughs) hey i mean i'd rather it take two years than you know you not go forward with it and just get discouraged and stop you know Uh uh-huh so and see that's the thing too with what you mentioned before the thoughts of suicide they were bad for me they were bad for me um it was to the point where i was self-harming again um and i literally had at one point last year um made my suicide plan and i was like okay this is it I started I started writing out letters um and I was ready for it, you know? I I got to that point which I'm so grateful and thankful for the friends that I have um that helped me get out of that, you know? But if I wouldn't have had them, I feel like that would have been it for me. Yeah. Mhm. Which So thank you, Desi. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um thoughts like that for real i mean i say this from what i've read and what i've heard from my therapist so don't take my word on this 100 percent. i might be explaining it wrong there's mm-hmm. a difference between thinking it and, a- and actively doing so mm-hmm. you can think about it but have no intention of doing mm-hmm. um years ago in high school i thought about the intention of doing it now with the depression I was I've been experiencing, it's just the thought. I do have no intention of ever doing that. You, I just think about it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't the case a long time ago, but the same. I just had to find like a support system that works for me. Um, thank God. But you know, and then I mean, if things get so bad, you get so sad sometimes where you just think like, oh, what if? <laughs> yeah. But. Um, they're supposed to pass. You're, you know, that's why they're called episodes. It's up and down, but you have to learn mm-hmm. to cope with it. Um, and in our cases, I guess medication is one of those things that help. Um, therapy has mm-hmm. been really good too because when those thoughts come on or you get into the episodes, um, you have new coping skills and how to learn how to deal with it. Um, uh huh. Which is why I think therapy, again, it might not be great for everyone, but I think therapy is something to look at if you have thoughts like that because you do learn how to to cope with it. Because yeah. when I first started experiencing it, I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what to do. And then you learn how to like kind of talk yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've even had, I've even learned coping skills to talk myself out of like panic attacks. Like, if I'm by myself and I'm not with someone, I've learned, sometimes it doesn't work, but for the most part, how to, like, talk myself down. And, like, you know, um, I mean, which is so helpful. <laughs> because <laughs> if you've ever experienced a panic or anxiety attack, oh my god, it's you feel like worst. you're dying. It's, yeah. <clears throat> um, But, yeah. 
Um, on and it you is know, the worst. Yeah, and now that you mentioned that, uh, I'm gonna put a link in the description as well for hotlines if you ever have um thoughts about that or anything like that. So you know, please reach out to someone for help. And I just want to reiterate again that we're not doctors. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just letting you know experiences and, and what I've heard and what I've read. Um, so please speak with someone, find what's right for you. Um, cause what works for me may not work for you. Um, that's true. So yeah, but, um, and, and I'm that's gonna... something, that's mm -hmm. something that people feel, and I, and I'm telling you this from my own experience, people feel like a burden and they don't want to bother their friends by reaching out. And so they like have these episodes and they don't they feel so alone, you know? And that's one thing that um that I've been working on, on reaching out to my friends when I'm feeling like that, because I know that my friends will help me get through it because otherwise they're I'm like I tell you, like last year I literally wrote out my plan and I'm I was ready. And thankfully I have um friends that make make sure to tell me that I'm not a burden. And so I was able to finally reach out and talk and that helped me you know so if you feel alone it's you're not alone and you're not a burden and you can always reach out to someone and I'm pretty sure they'll be there for you and if not then there's always hotlines you can even isn't there like like a text number too like where yeah. you can text them to and then they'll just text you back in case you don't want to actually talk yeah and I can put that information in the description as well just in case anyone needs that at any time mm -hmm. reach out and again if people in your life aren't supportive or they refuse to be there reach out to somebody else <laughs> um find a therapist call a hotline something tell a counselor at school anything um don't just try one source and then give up because someone will help you know um, someone will listen yeah so that's very, very important that you talk. That's communication is very important. No one's going to know what's going on unless you say something. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Some people can hide it better than others. I know for a fact that a lot of people never knew that I was depressed because I was always just joking around and smiling and making sure everybody was taken care of, everybody was okay. But inside, I was dying. So you never know. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, the support that we've had on this has been fantastic. Um, we've had a lot of feedback and, and topic ideas. This was one of them. So thank you. Um, I find this stuff very interesting. And it's very personal to me and, and you as well. Um, so it's really nice to talk about. I know that a lot of people are going to be able to relate to this. So if you would like to share your experiences, you can email us at here's your prescription at gmail.com or you can DM us on any of our socials, which will be in the description. Um, I'm also going to put these articles that I've been reading information from in the description as well. So if you'd like to read a little deeper into those. Um, but yeah, thank you. Uh, we, I, I mean, I greatly appreciate it and it's been fantastic to read the support and stuff like that. So I appreciate it too. I love you all very much. <laughs> but seriously, if you need any help, 
please reach out to loved ones, uh, friends, family. The hotline that we're going to put on the description. Um, and if you want us to talk about that topic, email us, DM us, let us know what you would like to listen to. Um, especially because we both of us have gone through a lot in our lives. So we probably have some similar issues or things that have happened to us. Please, someone, reach out to anyone. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much for listening. Um, and we will talk to you on the next episode. Bye.